Philippians 3. Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. Look out for the dogs. Look out for the evildoers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. Though I myself have no reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Brothers, join in imitating me, and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many, of whom I have often told you, and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. End of reading. Okay, so Paul is saying finally, um, so he's bringing the, you know, he started this letter with the actual historical situation that he was in, almost like live updates and his commentary on what he was actually going through, as well as these Philippians in uh, in their church. And now he's saying finally, Rejoice in the Lord. And then he tells them also 
to be careful. Look out for the dogs. Look out for the evildoers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision. So, again, he's making a distinction between the uh, the faithful saints of God and these these evildoers, these fake people who do things out of selfish ambition or self-righteousness. And he utterly condemns them. Um, and they they might have they might even try to appear righteous or uh, Jewish or clean or, you know, the, the legit people. But he calls them dogs, which uh, is not just saying, oh, they're, they're animals. That's not really all that he's saying. Uh, dogs represented, you know, the, the outside, the, those who were outside of the kingdom of God. And Jesus, when he's talking to this woman who's uh, in some translations called the Syrophoenician woman, um, that's the story where the lady's like, uh, come heal my daughter. And then Jesus says, you know, you're not you're not of the house of Israel. So that's who I'm that's who I'm focused on. And she says, yes, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table. And then Jesus eventually does say, yes, you know, you're you have. You have faith. Your daughter, your daughter is healed. So even there, uh, in that dialogue, both Jesus and that woman were were saying dogs in a sense of they are outside. They're they're not part of uh, the uh, the people of God. And so Paul's language is emphatic: look out for the dogs, look out for the evil doers, look out for those who mutilate the flesh. We are the circumcision. Uh, and he clarifies even more. He says, we are the circumcision who worship by the spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. So that's, that's not what these guys do. These guys put their confidence in the flesh. They put their confidence in their righteousness, uh, as to the law. Um, so Paul is saying later that he counts that as rubbish. And uh, if it's rubbish for Paul, then it would be rubbish for everyone else because he's saying, uh, if anyone thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. So it's almost like Paul is saying, if anyone was going to be made right with God because of uh, what they did, because of their own their own doing, their own confidence in the flesh, then it would have been Paul. And then Paul is even saying, uh, verse 7, whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. Um, I reread those verses because I, I think that's, I mean, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ. And then it's not just uh, having a righteousness, uh, 
from God. That depends on faith. He says further, verse 10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. So um, this righteousness from God that depends on faith, that we receive by faith, um, we also receive or attain as the word here, the resurrection from the dead, and we become like Jesus, who is righteous. Uh, so this is far better than anything we could do in our own flesh, because no matter how good we are, how good anyone is, what happens to all of us? And what do we have no answer for? No matter how hard we try, we have no answer for death. That comes for us all. Um, we we cannot offer ourselves or anyone else uh, resurrection from the dead in our own in our own flesh, but through the through the righteousness and the death, the sufferings of Christ, we can become like Him in His death, and we can and we will attain the resurrection from the dead if we are found in Him. So that is far better than uh, trying to be righteous under the law because death comes for us all. The wages of sin is death. And then Paul says uh, that he has not already been made perfect, but he presses on to make it his own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. I mean, that's a really, that's a really great sentence right there. Christ Jesus has made us his own. Um, so Paul is looking at his situation in this Philippian jail or, or sorry, I think he was in a Roman jail and he was just writing the Philippians. Um, but he's right. He's looking at his situation in this jail and he's saying, I'm sharing in the sufferings of Christ. I'm becoming like Jesus in his death that I may attain the resurrection from the dead. I haven't already obtained it, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. So um, I think this should be an encouragement for us. He says in verse 14, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And let those of us who are mature think this way, that we press on toward that goal of attaining the resurrection from the dead, of uh, being found in Christ. And verse 17, brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. That's a really, that's a really important thing in the meantime is to keep our eyes on those who walk according to the example that we have in the apostles. In other words, keep your eyes on those who uh, have been made leaders or would call themselves leaders in the church. Keep your eyes on them for many of whom Paul himself told these guys about and now tells them with tears. Now they walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. That's uh, that's pretty, I mean, it's, it's really sad for Paul to say, but it's the reality of apostasy, how there were guys that before he would have endorsed or would have, you know, who he stood side to side with, of whom I often told you about. Now I tell you with tears, they walk as enemies 
their minds are set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior who will transform our... I mean, this is what we mean by attaining the resurrection of the dead. Verse 21. The Lord Jesus will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him to subject all things to himself. So that's what we press on toward. And uh, that's what we seek to attain, that resurrection from the dead, that transformation of our lowly body into a glorious body. Uh, that's what it means to share in the sufferings of Christ, to become like him in his death. Um, because Jesus knew that on the other side of that death was glory. So we have to uh, watch ourselves, of course, in imitating this mentality of pressing on toward that that goal, that resurrection from the dead, and not be like these other guys who they they set their minds on earthly things. They set their minds on the lowly body. They couldn't imagine a life beyond this this rubbish, this trash that we're, that we're subjected to, this death, they set their minds on that. So we got to set our minds on that glory that, uh, that awaits us.